Elizabeth Kate. Thank you, Jesus. Judges 5.12. This morning's message is sing your song. Come into his presence with singing. Over 200 times in scripture, does God say sing or talk about a song or they are singing? I think that that is an important thing that we need to think about in the word of God. When he says sing and when he says we have a song, we'll also learn that the songs that we have in our spirit will do specific things for us as I minister this morning. But coming from Judges 5.12, you know, I, I, in my spirit, I hear the sound of battle. Our world is corrupted. There's a warfare that is more powerful. If my mother was alive today, she would never even understand the kind of warfare that we're in because the warfare has picked up its pace. And now it's not only just against the church or against the things of God, but it is against our children, which is, you know, we always used to say, pastors always used to say, train up your child because they're the next generation, you know, and today we're, we're needing to pray for our children because the corruption, there there's more corruption than there's ever been, if that's possible. But uh, I believe that there's a sound of battle. It's a spiritual battle. That's the struggles that we have in our mind, in our body, in our soul, in the things that we need and don't have. You know, all those things is a struggle that the enemy wants to uh, bring to life ahead of us and keep us from being what we want to be in Christ. Because we're struggling with these things of the warfare of the enemy and it and it has a tendency to diminish our spiritual strength. And if I ask today, how many of you need more strength? You know, I believe that every hand would go up. And I'm going to show you in Scripture how to get strength today. But Judges 5.12 says there's a call of war. And the Scripture says, awake, awake, commerce. And I said, awake, wake, pastor. Awake, wake, Bonnie. Awake, awake. God, there's a call going out from the very heart of God that's saying to the to the church of God and the people of God, awake, awake, you know, you know, uh, arise, utter a song. You'd think it'd say, awake, awake, get your sword ready, get your sword ready. But it says, awake, awake, utter a song, arise, Barak, and lead captivity captive. Now, they evidently was in some kind of a captivity. And the warfare was raging. And the, the call came out in the word of God. And he said, awake, Deborah. Awake up. Awake up the individual and utter a song. A song can be your warfare badge against the works of darkness. And guess what, church? You don't like to sing your song when you're in battle. When when the start When the things start coming against you, the burden that you feel and those kinds of things you don't feel like singing but there's something in the word of God that's teaching us that if we will have a song we will be more powerful in the battle and so I I, I started to sing my grand my grandkids songs and so when I pray I started to say 
Oh, Lord, help Hannah. Oh, Lord, help Terry. And I start singing my song unto the Lord. And I felt an urgency in my spirit that the warfare is raging. And it is the song of the Lord. The song of the Lord is what they sent into battle. I am amazed at that every time I look at that. Here, when he t- when God speaks to Deborah and says, Arise, he said, Utter a song, utter a song. A song is powerful in the midst of your struggles. Because, number one, you don't feel like singing. Number two, the devil tells you you can't sing. You know, because others sing beautiful and you don't sing so beautiful. So you just say, I can't sing. But you know what? God needs to loose the song of the Lord in our spirit. Because it is going to be our strong Whole in the midst of battle. And church, we're in battle. In Second Chronicles 20, 21, and I know I'm not saying anything new to you, but I pray that there'll be an inspiration in the Holy Spirit today that will cause you to break forth in your troubles and in your struggles and in your lack of strength and all those things that you would utter a song and see what God would do in your life. Second Chronicles 20, 23. You know, they're getting ready to go to battle. And it said, he appointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went out before the army. Now, church, I know that you read through the Bible. You've read through that many times. But stop and think about this. Stop and think about the warfare that we're in today. The warfare has not only in us, but now it's advanced to our children and it's advancing at a quick pace, you know, and there's a lot of and all the things that they're doing to change the creative power of God and how he created man and woman. And so when we see this, we're in a battle. So the thing that we need is to have a powerful spiritual song to sing in the midst of the warfare that will deplete the the powers of darkness and set at liberty God's people. So this is said, he said he appointed singers. It always amuses me to think I would think that they would, uh, you know, send in the SWAT team. But instead they say, you know, arise and give a song. And when you have the Holy Ghost in you, when you have a spirit of God in you, when you're born again, you have a song that can penetrate the darkness. But you have to utter it. You have to get it out. You have to start churning inside you that it will burn within you. So it says that he picked uh, singers to go before them to praise the beauty of holiness. You know, we need to praise the beauty of holiness. There is no holiness in our world today, but there's holiness in our God And we sang that song, holy, holy, holy. You know, think about that. That holy God lives in you. So there's holiness in us if we just will serve him with all of our heart. And the scripture says there that we should go before the warfare, before the battle, before the struggle, and sing and thank you, God, for the beauty of holiness. It is so more powerful over the darkness that's in the world today. And it says that the, the, that when you go before the army to praise him, you say, praise the Lord for his mercy worth forever, that he has so much mercy that he'll get you through your struggle. He has the mercy that is anointed by the presence of God, and that mercy is going to endure throughout the, the struggle that you have. 
And it's so powerful. It says, praise the Lord and his mercy forever. You know that, that one psalm that goes, and his mercy forever and ever. Praise God for his mercy forever. You know, and we think that's a little repetitious. But you know what God is saying? Praise the mercy of God because his mercy is more powerful than the works of darkness. And verse 22 says, well, we're to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And verse 22 says, and when they begin to sing... And praise the Lord sent ambushments against the enemy. No knife, no struggles of mankind's might, but the might of the power of God. And I tell you something, it's time that we send some ambushments against the devil's kingdom. It's it's time that the saints of God pray, seek the Lord, and sing their song in the midst of the struggle until the ambushment is given against the powers of darkness and and the enemy runs from from the voice of praise and worship. We know this, but somehow does it? How come it doesn't affect us in the battle? And that's because we don't practice it. That's because we don't sing our song. And don't let me hear you say, I don't sing well, I can't sing. Everybody has a song of the Lord because God put a song in you when he created you. And when you came into this life, he put a song in your mouth. I'll get to that scripture in a minute, but I know it's here. So, church, I'm uh, encouraging you today to sing your song. Sing it in the shower. Sing it in the kitchen. Sing it in the basement. Sing it in the car. Have a song of worship and praise because when you do that, you're irritating the tar out of the devil because he cannot stand the song of the Lord. He cannot stand the song of praise. He 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 hears our praises, but the song of praise irritates him because the more you sing it, it's more powerful, and 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 he hates the power of God. So I, I, we're out to hate it, to bring his, the this enemy to hate this enemy as God does. So let the songs of thanksgiving, you know, begin to spring forth from your heart. Let us send ambushments against the works of darkness, against the devil's kingdom, and with our song, because our song is mighty. In Psalm 118, and I I would encourage you to read the Psalms in your devotions today, Psalms 118, 14, and 5, it says, the Lord is my strength. Now, I saw almost every hand go up that said they needed strength. The Lord is your strength. Nothing you can eat, no vitamin that you can take, nothing like that is going to help you. It will help you, but it is not your strength. Your strength is not in a pill. I told that to my, my son-in-law the other day. I, I had a bag of minerals and, and all these things. And, you know, you see them when you start forgetting and they say, oh, if you take this, that will help your thought process. And we begin to we begin to depend more on the things of mankind than on the things of God. And if we would just take a pill of singing and worship every day, we would find that we would might be even healthier in the eyes of the Lord. So it says, "The Lord is my strength, and He's my song. He is my salvation. He's my Savior. He's He's everything that I need in my life." And that's Psalm one eighteen. It says, "The voice of rejoicing." You know, and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. So when we rejoice, when we sing our song, you know what happens? The enemy, it it loses his strength. The Bible says in that verse, it says, look, I'm saying, look what happens when you sing your song. The right hand of God does valiantly for you. Not only has a work been done in our house, 
this is not the same house as when we began together. You know, God has done a tremendous work physically, spiritually, mentally. God has done a work in our house. The fellowship is great. The fellowship is healing in many areas. And so God has done a great work in the house. He's built the house, but he's also done a work in this temple and tabernacle. And when we say that he lives in us, then uh, we need to rejoice in the tabernacles of the righteous, it says, and 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 the right hand of God doth valiantly. How many know we need the right hand of God to do valiant things for us today, church? The enemy is at war with God's people, and the voice is going out, awake, awake, you know, utter a song, utter a praise, utter something that magnifies God instead of what magnifies what's going on in our life. In Revelation, the fifth chapter, in the ninth verse, and and Wendy kind of got uh, that song was glorious that, that she sang from Revelation. The the song says they sang a new song. This is in heaven. If you don't like music here, you'll be sorry in heaven because it's going to be song and singing all the time in heaven. And it says they sang a new song. Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for for thou was slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, nation, and has made us unto our God. Do you see that, church? He has made us unto our God, kings and priests. Well, we know that. It's already told us that other place in Scripture. But now it tells us here in the Revelation, and we shall reign on the earth. Anyone else can sing. Can you sing? Okay, Wendy, give me a song. His majesty unto Jesus be all glory and earth and praise. Majesty, worship my authority, flow from your throne unto his throne, his answer reigns. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Magnify, come glorify Christ Jesus the King. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Majesty, worship His majesty. Hallelujah. King of all kings. Imagine what the devil thinks when you do that. When he's got you on the run and he's got you stressed and he's got you a little anxious. I know we don't have any of those things. But, you know, just in case we get them and we start to sing a song like that, he he hates that. He will move away from that. And he will get and God will give us victory. Anybody else have a song? Of the miry clay, he set my feet on the rock to stay. He put a song in my heart today, a song of it. Hallelujah. What is it? Praise him in the morning, praise him at the noontime, praise him, praise him. 
Praise Him when the sun goes down. I know where that comes from because my mama sang it all the time. Yes, praise Him, church. Utter a song. Didn't, didn't, you know, God didn't say, Deborah, get out your warfare, get out all your utensils. Just, she said, sing, utter a song. And utter could be powerful and utter could be just silent, you know, because you kind of hold down because you don't think that you sing good. But the Bible tells us that, you know, that God in Genesis 127, it says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created in them. So we're created by him. And Psalm 43 goes with that. It says, he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Hey, find your song. The Bible says he has put a song in your heart. He's put a song in your mouth. You know, God created us with songs in us. God sings. You have to search the scriptures, but I found about three where God sings. And you know that in Zeniah, that he, he joys over us with singing. I just think that's wonderful. I Sometimes when I pray, I say, God, can I hear you sing? I want to hear him sing. You know, I want to hear the voice of God singing. And the Bible says he rejoices over us with singing. And I believe that there's a song in the uh, created by God at birth. And I believe that we need to stir up that song. I believe we need to ask God, give me the song that you want me to sing. Give me a song that will drive away the darkness. There's songs of deliverance. There's songs of praise. There's songs of joy. You know, sometimes we just need joy and we just need gladness. The cares of life bind us down and it's so hard for us to even feel joy. But when you begin to sing, their joy begins to rise in your heart. So it's important, church. Psalm 32, 7, Thou art my hiding place. Thou preserve me from trouble. Thou compass me about with songs of deliverance. Who is it that comforts us about with songs of deliverance? The mighty host of heaven, our God, our Savior. I, I just want so much to hear those voices in my spirit. And sometimes when I'm praying, I just want to pray. I want to sing instead of pray. And then I decided I can pray and sing at the same time. You know, because God has given us weapons of warfare. And yes, it is his word. Yes, it is his spirit. But it also is the song of the Lord that he has given to us. So somebody's going to come around you and gather around you and sing songs of deliverance. Because that's what the word of God says. You know, he is our help in the time of trouble. He hides us in a secret place. And then he desires for our song to come forth. And our song will penetrate the darkness and give hope and healing. He's a great, this is a great song to sing. Second Samuel 22. Now you'd think I would dwell in the Psalms because those are the songs. But I'll let you dwell in the songs and we'll go into other places of scripture. Second Samuel 22, 1 through 4. And David sang this song. It says the the Lord, the words of the song in the day that the Lord delivered him out of the hand of his enemy. You see what? A song delivered him out of the hand of the enemy. That's why we have to stir our spirit, get our song there, and start to sing our song. When Tammy began to sing that, I could just see my mom singing that. That's all we ever sang. I sang that before I talked, I think. 
because there's always a song of praise in her heart. And I want us to see that we need that song of praise in our heart in the midst of our crisis. Now, it's, and this is what he's saying. The Lord, he said, I sang this song the day the Lord delivered me out of the hand of the enemy. How many know we need to be delivered out of the hand of the enemy? Over and over the enemy con- comes against us. And the, the song is, the Lord is my rock. He is my fortress, my deliverer. Is he that today to the church? If he's our song, if he's our deliverer, then we need to shake up our song within us. The God of my rock and him will I trust. He's my shield. He's my strength. It says he's my horn. Horn means strength. He's my strength and of my salvation. He's my high tower. What does that mean? You shall run and not be weary. You know, you shall rise up with wings as eagles. You should get on your high tower. Get away from the things of darkness. Get away from the negative stuff. Get away of biting off tomorrow when God says sufficient for the day is the cares thereof. Quit going ahead of, ahead of yourself. Just sing your song in the midst of where you are now and see what God will do tomorrow. He will bring victory. He says he's my high tower, my refuge, my savior, and he saves me from violence. Do you see that, church? This is the word of God in Second Samuel 22, 1 through 4. He saves us from violence. Our songs will detour the violentness of the enemy when it comes against us. We need to sing our song. It's hard to sing a song when you're suffering. It's hard to sing a song when things are not going well. It's just hard. But I tell you something, church, if you can just usher it out, press it out, get it out, shake it out, you'll be amazed what God will do when you begin to sing your song. And uh, it, uh, uh, Psalm 95, 1 and 2, it says, Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise. This is to you that says I can't sing. You know, make a joyful noise, it says. It says, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise. So if you don't think you can sing, just go ahead and sing anyhow. I tell you something, the song of the Lord is a powerful thing. It's a weapon in our heart and in our hand. Make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. I want to challenge you to just sometime today, this week, just open the Bible and start reading a psalm and be joyful. I hope you don't uh, pull the one that says, I was in a horrible pit, but... When you get done singing, you're in a horrible pit. You'll see that he brought me out. Amen. So just get this song of the Lord going. If you can't make a new song, just get a scripture in the Psalms and sing a song. And that'll be a new song. Because church, get ready. We're going to sing a new song in eternity. We're going to sing and sing and sing and sing and sing some more. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The Bible says that in Revelation that God and the Lamb are singing. Jesus sang. You know, and over and over when it tells you to sing or it admonishes you to sing, that's God. That's his word telling us, get with it, sing. Sing unto the Lord. You know, a new song. We sang that today. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise. And to him with a psalm. Not read the psalm 
in a dark spirit, but read the psalm in a joyful spirit. You know, the people of God have got to get more joyful. The world is slumped in darkness. They're slumped in sorrow. Maybe they have a party on Saturday night, you know, and they do their thing and they're whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Everything is fun. But, you know, when they get up in the morning, they don't have the joy of salvation to carry them through the day. And we have something that the world does not have and we need to use it. It's an instrument. It's a tool. It's a weapon of warfare that we need. And over and over, the Bible talks about singing and songs and, you know, the great people of God sang. Moses was a great man of God. Amen. He was a man, a great man of God. He sang. It says Moses, when they got through the river, he said Moses sang this song and Miriam picked up a timbrel and they began to sing because they had victory. And God will give us, get us through the river. He will get us through it. It will not overtake us. We will be stronger and more powerful for wading through the river if we just sing our song of praise unto the Lord. And or if if you can sing a song of praise or you can make a joyful noise, I like to sing. I love to sing and I don't sing well. And uh, but but a song of the Lord, God hears that it's beautiful because it's your heart singing unto God. And Psalm 98, four and five, it says, make a joyful noise. So this is for you that says I can't sing. But you know why you probably can't sing is because you don't sing. You got to get your singer out. You got to get the song of the Lord out. Because God created everyone with a song. So you got to get it out and get it working and practice it and start making it. Maybe start with a joyful noise unto the Lord. It says all the earth make a loud noise. We get loud when Iowa is winning our team. We, we are not, we're not shy. I mean, go Iowa. And we're just excited when they make a touchdown. Well, God has made so many touchdowns in our life that we should be screaming at the top of our lungs, joy and adoration unto him and giving him glory and honor and power and praise. So it says, make a loud noise, rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with the voice of a psalm. This is the word of God. It, it It's like a command to us. It's like God I believe that God is stirring my heart and stirring our hearts and trying to, you know, just get in there and and stir up the song of the Lord that is in there. Whether we sing beautiful or whether we don't, we're so blessed in this house to have uh, music. I'm so grateful for all those that sing in our house. But you know what? Everyone has to have a song. Come before his presence with singing. You know, it's awesome. So these great people. Moses had a song. Moses told the church to sing. David had a song. David made the instruments so that we could sing with them. David was an awesome, and then he wrote songs, and the Levites had to sing. And Paul and Silas, how many know that Paul and Silas sang at midnight when their backs were bleeding and they were chained? And guess what happened? God delivered them from the enemy, didn't he? Hallelujah. We need to be delivered from these enemies of negativity and those kinds of things. So when we start to feel lonely, we start to feel sad, we start to worry over a crisis, we just need to sit down and and pick up the Bible, pick out a psalm, and start putting joy to it and song to it. Think what would happen in the house of God if everyone had a depth of song. You know, when we all sing, nobody pays attention to how anybody sings. We all sing. It's so wonderful to hear 
the voices of God singing his praises and, and glorifying him. As I know sometimes we sing a lot in this church, but, you know, I have to have a lot of music before I can preach. I love it when the when the singer starts singing and I feel the anointing of the Lord and I can let go of the cares of life and I can prepare myself to come and give you a word that God has spoken to my heart. And it's so awesome. You know, and I, 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 I nobody's ever complained that we sing a lot, but I know we sing a lot. I like to sing a lot and we need to sing a lot because God wants to hear our voices. How how many know and now I'm going to tell on Wendy, but. You know, when we were in church in another church and Wendy sang. And the, and the person in charge said, don't have her sing anymore. But you see what's happened to her song? Her song is beautiful. And you may have a beautiful song in you, too, if you would just give it a try. But if you don't have a beautiful song. Just sing it anyhow. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Church, let's stir up the joy of the Lord. We have God in us. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We have Jesus in us. We have joy in us. And if the world need, the world needs our joy. You know, if we go down the, the, the line at the market and we have a song on our heart and we're, we're humming and we're smiling, people look at us strange because there is no song. In the world, they think they have a song, but there is no song like the song of the Lord. No song like that. So I, I want to encourage the church today to look at these people, the Levites, the Paul and Silas, you know, people that did great things for God had a song in their spirit. And I love this because in Job, how many know that Job is the most ancient of all writers in the Bible? And the Bible says in the book of Job, that when the when the foundation of the world was created, what happened? The morning stars sang together. There was singing at the creation of the foundation, just like there is singing in your heart at birth. Just think on that, church. The morning stars sang together. I don't know exactly what that means, but to me that means the stars opened up their mouths and started singing because the foundation of the world was laid and the darkness that the world was in was dissipated and Jesus uh, was there at the same time as Father God and the Son. They were all there and the singing rose into the midst of the heavens. I tell you something, church. We are grateful in this house to have music. We're grateful for our musicians. We're grateful because small churches don't always even have uh, a piano but we have music here and God wants us to share that joy and that music when we go forth from the house of God we go forth with a song in our spirit a song in our mind a song in our spirit that's how this mind gets in us it's Christ I believe that God has a song for us he's singing over us and we need to have a song of the Lord Second Chronicles twenty nine twenty seven says Hezekiah Hezekiah the king commanded for an offering upon the altar. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord began. Also with trumpets, with instruments. And verse 28 says, and I desire this with all my heart. The congregation worshipped and the singers sang and the trumpeters sounded. And at the end, the king and all them that were present bowed themselves and worshipped. 
Singing will drive this, the darkness away. Singing will drive the enemy away. Singing will put a new step in your life. Singing will bring a new joy to your heart and to your spirit. And when you begin to sing, the devil will be alleviated from your presence and the power of God will take over in your life and bring the joy of the Lord. All humanity, you know, we we have so many shortcomings. I don't know about you, but I think about this. Well, if I could do that or if I could do this or if this would happen, you know, but... The thing is, is that when you sing your song, all of humanity can offer this, offer the song of the Lord. And the Lord loves it from every heart and every mouth that the voice of God comes forth. So we are faithful in our ties. We're faithful to the house of the Lord. But are we faithful in our song? God wants a song in his people. He wants us to sing. He wants us to read the Psalms. He gave the largest book in the Bible is a songbook. And then he admonishes us twice in scripture for us to teach ourselves in hymns and songs and spiritual songs. You know, there needs to be some spiritual songs in the house. We need to have it all. I want it all. How about you? I want the, I want the gifts. I want the word. I want the fellowship. I want this. I want everything that God has. How, how about you? You desire all that God has for us today. Now, I want to tell you something. If you're not a singer and you don't sing much, and you go home and you say, well, I'm going to try this, it will be so hard to get out that first phrase. I'm telling the truth. It will be so hard to get out that first phrase. But you have to say, get behind me, Satan. I'm going to sing my song of victory. I'm going to sing my song. I'm going to get the enemy. If if you need trouble, if you're in trouble, he'll drive away the trouble. If you're assaulted by the enemy, he'll give you victory over that. Whatever it is that's going on in the dark kingdom has to dissipate in the kingdom of our God when our song is sang. So sing your song in his presence. Today we're going to receive Holy Communion. And um, brother, you make ready to come if you would because... He's going to play what a friend we have in Jesus. And we're going to think of our friend in Christ. We're going to think of Revelation when it says the the Lord and the Lamb sing. And we're going to think of the instruments of the Lord. And I'm going to give you, I've never done this before, but I'm going to give you time to examine, examine yourself. The Bible says before we receive the cup, and the bread that we examine ourselves, that we ask God if there's anything we need to get right with him. And he's going to play about our friend. And he's going to give us a couple of three minutes to meditate upon the goodness of God. And I would like for you in your spirit to just start to sing in your spirit unto the Lord. You don't have to sing out loud. You can sing out loud if you want with him. He's going to do a friend we have in Jesus But I would want you to examine yourselves and try to release your song in the spirit because we're going to receive Holy Communion in just a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a friend we have. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Phyllis, let's sing praise God from whom all blessings flow. Could we do that? Somebody help me. Father, we praise you that you gave us the bread of heaven. We thank you, Lord, that you applied it to your life and you gave it to us. You give us bread. You give us the bread of life. Father, we thank you for that today. And we thank you for your body that suffered for us. 
And I pray, Lord, that you would just put a song of praise in our spirit, that we can come against the, the, the wars of the enemy because we have your blood and your body within us. And we thank you today, Lord, and we bless this bread and we bless it as your body, Father God, as we partake today in Jesus' name. And Lord, we recognize that your body was broken for us. And today we receive your broken body. And we rejoice, Lord, and we praise God for it. Father, you have given us so much in the power of your blood, our redemption, O God. Oh, we cannot thank you enough for our salvation. When we think of our salvation, a song arises in our spirit, O God. We rejoice today that you have given us eternal life. We ask, Lord, that you would bless these emblems today as we partake. Father, let the song of the Lord arise in us. Let it arise for your shed blood. Let it arise for your broken body. Let it arise because we are your temple. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Please come and receive the emblems and take them to your seat and we'll take together. He paid a debt. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
gave him the cup, the New Testament, and he gave him the bread for his broken body. We just ask, Lord, that there be healing in the cup today. There be healing in the bread. Father, there will be encouragement in the cup. There will be encouragement in the blood. Father, we ask for strength in the blood. Strength in the bread today, O God. We partake in Jesus' name. Let us partake. Let us eat and drink. thy works in thy wisdom thou hast made the earth and it is full of riches and we have been partaker father god of all your riches may songs of praise rise forth from our heart jesus you are the power of strength to us you are our weapon against the warfare of the enemy it is the great gift of salvation that causes us to sing forth and worship you You alone are our maker, and you give us a song in the day and a song in the night. And in your presence is fullness of joy. Such joy covers us, Lord, as we press for the prize promised by our salvation. O Lord, give us songs in the night season that will cause us to rise in victory. Let us be so filled with your spirit that we will speak to ourselves in hymns, and psalms and spiritual songs, and Lord, let us make melody in our heart unto you. Create in us a passion for your Holy Spirit, that we will guard our heart and breathe songs of deliverance into our spirit, and we we will war against the evil in our day, and we will fight for our children. Father, you will never, never leave us. You will never cease to help us. And, Father, may we abide strong in you with the song of praise and worship as we come before your throne. We ask these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.